Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We are in Project Superhero in search of 90 real-life superheroes. And today, we have yet another superhero with us. He's a Bangalore-born, Shahjah Rice, a Bangalore-residing Indian who loves to write. He's an amazing blogger, an excellent writer, and an young poet, and a fantastic human being. Let's say hi to Rahul Lionel Disosa. Hi, Rahul. Namaste, guys. It's the quarantine time, so I start with namaste. How are you all doing today? Hopefully all are good, all are safe. It's been it's been great honor to, to reach out to you guys through this medium. And I'm really, really happy that Prithvi thought I'm one of these people uh, who's been doing good for myself and the community around me. Uh, to be very honest, it is only the start and there's a lot to go on and there's a lot to do. But yeah, looking forward to this. Yes. Great, Rahul. Thank you. Now, tell us a short story about who you are to the viewers. Uh, pretty much what you've summarized. Uh, my name is Rahul. I'm also called as Mike because you must you must have realized by now I'm I'm very loud. So my <laughs> friends named me Mike, and then I I had the I had the privilege to continue using my name as Mike. Uh, so my friends know me as Mike. I like writing. I'm a very vocal person. I love talking to people. I love socializing. I love reading. A little bit of music here and there. But most of it, what keeps me really, really alive and keeps me ongoing with my life is I like writing what I think. And I like sharing what I believe. So I started out writing in about 2013, where I wrote one blog about suicide, uh, a friend. Basically, a very good friend had, uh, had had taken the adverse measure to end his life. Uh, we really cannot judge and identify why he did that because we really don't know what goes on in the mind of people. But he took that step to end his life. Uh, actually, I really think it was because of pressure. It was because of the pressure to excel in what he does uh, and, and a lot of societal rules as to what he's supposed to do, what he's not going to do, what he's what he should do. Uh, he never got the chance to believe and do what he wanted. And he had to take the adverse measure. For which I had written an article called Suicide is Not Liberation. And uh, I had not posted it anywhere. I took a recommendation from my sister. And uh, one of my friends sent it to a platform called as Daiji Dubai. I'm not sure many of you know, many of you know it or not. But Daiji Dubai is more of a social networking platform for uh, 30 plus, 40 plus people in Mangalore, where uh, you have a lot of news that, that basically happens in coastal Karnataka. Uh, many of you must have seen it if you are in the upper age limits. Uh, Daiji Dubai is a good platform for young writers, as, uh, aspiring writers, and it went, it went social. It went really, really well. Uh, suicide is not liberation and uh, I had written about things that we face things about what others would face if we take that adverse step right uh, it went well and after that what I did is I started out with a blog by by blog I mean it was just a wordpress page where I started writing what I felt and the first blog I wrote was suicide is not liberation but then I didn't know what the name would be so I kept thinking I went with uh, names weird from Dexter's thoughts to blah, blah, blah. And then it went on for me to think that somebody came to me and told me, these are things I already know. You're just making me realize I know this already. So what I did was I, I combined two words, Rahul plus realize, and I made it Rahulization. 
So basically, it's a combination of Rahul's way of making you realize something. It's Rahulization. So Rahulization is what I, I do for my interest. And VMware is what I do for, uh, for my technical interest. Rahulization is from, for feeding my heart and my mind, basically. So that's what I do. Social, in a simple term, I would say I'm a social person who likes writing and spends time with a lot of people. Yes. All right. That's amazing. That's a nice story from where you started and where you are today. Now, that's one of the reasons why I see Rahul as a superhero. This is for the viewers. You know, he has big dreams. He fights back when life throws uh, lemonades or lemons. He turns them into lemonades. And uh, he's someone who spends a lot of time for his passion. That is writing. And I remember one of his uh, quote in, in one of the blogs that he wrote, I am like a wolf on a summer night, chasing the sky, can't give up the fight. Living my truth is who I am holding on tight. So that's a very inspirational quote that I still have it in my desktop. And that's why I see Rahul as a superhero. Now, thank you. Thank you, Prithvi. Thank you, Rahul. Now tell me what drives your day? Uh, what drives my day? To be honest, uh, I start out my day with a, a small prayer. I'm a very spiritual person and I believe that what we have today is, is because of blessings of somebody. It could be my parents, it could be somebody else that who have prayed for me, who have read what I write and stuff like that. So I thank God for giving me this day and I make sure that I understand what went wrong yesterday. Because see, we are all human beings and we make mistakes. There is no, there is no saying uh, no to the fact that we don't make mistakes. We all make mistakes, but the whole point is that we need to learn from what we do, right? So for me, what drives my day is improving myself to be better than who I was yesterday and reaching out to the person I expect myself to be 10 years from now. It would be too much of a philosophical statement, but trust me, guys, if you really follow it on a daily basis, it's not something that is very hard. It's basically who you want to be and who you were and a combination of who you want to be today, how you're going to change the world around you and how you're going to be better. So that's what I really think of. Yeah, that's what drives me. And at the end of the day, obviously, good food and a right and a post. Yes. Awesome. Now, uh, how important is it for someone to follow their dream? How important is it for somebody to breathe Prithvi? Very necessary. You can't live without uh, breathing. Yes. You can. You can. You can obviously have other alternatives, but then uh, a ventilator is not something a person would like to do, right? Yeah. So for me, I think uh, following a dream is possible. It's not impossible. It is possible, but then you obviously have challenges. You obviously have obstacles, but then obstacles are like hurdles, right? It's, it's basically like a hurdle race where you need to jump. You will not excel it at the first time. And no matter you do it for 10 years, you'll still not excel. It's, it's like a lifelong race where you'll never perfect yourself. in, But you'll at least be better than on a daily basis. So yes, follow your dreams. Your dreams are what keeps you alive. Otherwise, you have anybody doing anything in the world and still being happy about it. But then, are they really happy? I would say, are they really content with what they're doing? I don't know. So for me, it is very important. I would say yes. All right, great. Now, where do you find uh, your inspiration or motivation when you are emotionally down or when you're looking for motivation? How do you find it? Uh, so what I've really done is I've bookmarked a few pages. Uh, I, I do a lot of things like 
read i i avidly read i love reading books and one of the suggestions i took from you prithvi i myself was underlining and uh, making note of your favorite quotes from books right so i make note of favorite quotes from books i like reading the chicken soup chicken soup is a very good book according to me i can feel and yes uh, chicken soup is a very good book i like reading chicken soup i like and and i'm a person who contemplates a lot i think to myself as to if not this what else and if this what next it's it's simple if not this what else and if this what next if these two things are very clear you will come out of it obviously speaking to your parents is definitely the solution out of most problems we need to talk to them we need to give them time i may be derailing a little bit but you need to understand the fact that if you have the privilege to talk to your parents you're very lucky right because they've gone through a lot they've seen a lot and what they tell you and what they what they do is always not necessary for our good but it's always worth listening to right so i listen to them and i i learn a lot from them so yes all these factors motivate me to come out of where i was and what i do that's amazing i really uh, agree the fact that talking to our parents especially our mom you know there is a there is a psychology behind uh, your mom's voice Correct. just yes. your mom's voice can lift your day up so yes that's a great way of uh, giving or motivating yourself absolutely now, why writing you know you might have tried something else you might have uh, tried dancing or singing or speaking why did you choose writing in specific uh, writing in specific because see uh, in general what what we really what we really come across in singing dancing and all of that is is the fact that you need to come in front of a lot of people writing is not that way i've i've always been a person who's been uh, who's been put down in college i've always been this kind of person who was discriminated for the fact of physical appearance of uh, how i look how i speak definitions of being cool and stuff right and all of this gave me a gave me a opportunity to start writing by writing what started happening is it gave me the opportunity to write what i feel and eventually i believe that sharing this with people is basically sharing what i went through and this you may never know maybe helping others in a way i don't know i don't need to get credit really at the end of the day 10 people are smiling and 10 people are being happy because of what they read my purpose is fulfilled at the end of the day right it's it's not necessary that i need to go in front of them and i need to give them a big speech that life is going to be motivation if the same 10 minute or 20 minute speech can be replaced by three lines that they read when they feel down worth it why spend and why do so many things i'm i'm with due respect to everybody who does singing dancing writing hats off to you guys for me writing is exactly that for me it helps people that's it uh, that's amazing you know the interviews that i took in the past uh, week most of them have this idea of helping people i know they as you said they don't look for credits they don't look for uh, money as their motto all they're looking for is you know to help the community help others and that's one of the common factor that i'm seeing in superheroes thank Excellent. you now does writing heals oh yes it does if it has healed me i'm sure it can heal so many others because i am a hell bent person if if you tell me rahul you're not going to be scared about something 
I'll sure as hell make sure that I'm scared about them. So I am a hell bent person when I when I think that this is not gonna work, this is not gonna work. But then when I start writing is when I start finding finding solutions. You you come to my house and you look at my shelf, you'll find journals full of random thoughts, random random thoughts. You ask me to open it one fine day and ask me why I wrote this, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I really wouldn't know. But at that point of time, it healed me. It let me know that I am able to put this out on a paper. And if I'm able to put this out on a piece of paper, I can put this out onto the world. If I can put this out on a piece of paper and the paper is able to understand me as much as I'm feeling, the world will understand. And the world is a place where solutions can be found by speaking. You need to speak your heart out. You need to fight for your rights. And you need to tell people that you don't know this. Being able to accept that you don't know something is, is not you being weak. It's you being strong, basically. It's you being, it's you telling people that I can face it. It's not that I need to know everything. I can face it and, and it's, it's fine. So I write because it heals me and everything I write, I have a hope that it heals somebody else who reads. So yes, the answer to that would be a plain yes, any day. Awesome, awesome. I, I definitely see the difference between people who write and who don't. And yes, writing definitely heals. Yes, always. Now let's take a pause here. My battery is down. I'll charge. <laughs> Thank you, Rahul. I have a follow-up question on the previous question. Now, how to write journals? You know, people struggle and they ask me how do how do you write or uh, give me some tips on writing journals. Since you said you have a you know a good bunch of journals in your bookshelf, just give us some tips on how to write and when to write. Uh, okay, how to write? I will come next. When to write is what I would really focus on. Are you feeling low? Right. Are you feeling happy? Right. Are you feeling sad? Right. Are you feeling that the world is not able to understand me? Are you feeling that I, I am lonely? Uh, are you feeling that I miss my parents? Are you feeling that I'm not happy with my job? Are you feeling that I'm not able to do anything about my situation? Start writing. Because the moment you start writing is when you read your own thoughts. And when you read your own thoughts is when you really understand what is going wrong. Because see, how it's, it's a very practical uh, concept. All through your schooling, no matter how much you absorbed in class, no matter how much you heard in class, before your exams, you have to read your textbook, isn't it? To be able to understand what was wrong and to be able to understand what your teacher actually meant because even if you're absorbing in class even if you have read stats that 45 percent or 50 percent or 60 percent of it is absorbed in class the 40 percent is necessary to read your textbook it's just like that you writing down on your paper is 60 percent of your mind thoughts but 40 percent of what remains is what you read out of it and what you understand it is not necessary that it needs to make sense to the rest of the world because at the end of the day you're your own healer you're there for yourself Right. You write your journal with a motive that it's going to help you. And the most important thing is you can pick a piece of paper and write A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, X, Y, Z. Okay. But will you make, be able to make sense of that A, B, C, D, E, F, G? Will you be able to string those words into a complete puzzle that you need to find a solution on? Will you be able to have faith that what you write today is going to help you to come out of it is most important. So when you write is practically any time you feel like 
you're alone you need something and again uh because because there's discrimination against you at work doesn't mean that you come home and write that's not going to work you go to office you speak up you tell that there's discrimination against me there's no action being taken there's an action being taken they're saying that please wait for so long and you're anxious you need to know something you need to do something that's when you come and write you're being sad see day before yesterday i spoke to yesterday i spoke to this good friend of mine and she told me that everybody has a different way of dealing with pain some of them share some of them keep it to themselves gray clouds are of different shapes and different sizes right it may be different above you it may be different below me above me how you cope up with it is different for some it is writing for some it is speaking right so when you write is practically on you when you feel like how you write there's no definition of how you write as long as you can make sense out of it that's how you write simple all right that's that's amazing now how do you deal with your pain uh my pain usually it involves a lot of uh, me being by myself uh getting off social media uh, i i like being by myself on most occasions i like staying silent which is very rare so usually when i say silent people understand that rahul's being put today means something is wrong with him but i like being by myself uh, i like spending time by myself and uh, i read what i have written in the past my blogs i open my blogs and i read my blogs and it it does motivate me and it tells me that if you can write this you can come out of this it's not a big deal so yeah uh, I, that's how i deal with my deal with my pain i i've always been a vocal person i speak to my parents about stuff that uh, that is in their control that is something that they can give me advice on but in general i like dealing with pain by myself i don't share it that's that's uh it's it's a very sensitive uh, thing that you shared there you know uh, the speaker called sandeep maheshwari a motivational speaker yes. Uh, yes. from mumbai i guess he uh, he says that when you spend your time in solitude is when you understand yourself and heal your own pain so that's yes. a very critical point what you said there correct thank you now uh reading most of your blogs you know i've been following you for an year now all your blogs all your posts one thing that stood out in your blog or in your poems or in your short notes is you get into so detail you know if it's emotion or love or relationship everything is so detailed and you get into specifics how do you do that uh what if i tell you it just comes by the flow <laughs> I, i i really focus on my life what somebody else have told me about their life i basically assumptions assumptions that human beings make positive assumptions now i don't know if you've read a post called sadik bhai i've written a post called sadik bhai it was about the auto driver about, yes it was about a cab driver and he told me about his struggles in bangalore and basically more than his story what i absorbed was his emotion um he told me that see the best example if you looking at my video this is exactly what he told Bangalore is a beautiful place. Every corner you have experiences. Every every morsel that you see here, right, is oozing out with so much of experience that that it practically gives you so much of learning, right? And he told me the only sad part is Bangalore has never grown this way. Bangalore has grown this way. There's no place for people. Everybody is in a race to finish first. Everybody is in a is it is it is in a compact life that they need to reach a point and it's normal it's it's totally cool but then 
what I really think out of the things he told me is the fact that he is living life with what he has. Even if it's the 20 rupees in a day, he makes sure that he has that extra 2 rupees to satisfy his needs. And we, with 40, 50, 60, 70, 1 lakh, 1.5 lakh, 2 lakh, 5 lakh, 10 lakh packages, still are not... Cars we need, bikes we need, an Aston Martin. But are we looking at our spiritual wealth? That is most important, right? Because today, even if you have an Aston Martin, and the driver of the Aston Martin or the owner of the Aston Martin need not be happy. Right? It's, it's, a, it's a chicken and egg concept. Can money buy you happiness? I don't know. Can happiness buy you money? Doesn't even make sense, right? That statement doesn't even make sense. So keeping all these things, I start writing. I start putting it into, into my own thoughts. I process these thoughts and I just put it on paper. And it works out for some. It doesn't work out for some. And it, it, has, it just happens and people like you read it and like it. So that's what keeps me going, right? That's, that's amazing. So you just go into that uh, flow state and you start writing words yes. just come out. Yes. Nice. And uh, another core element if you uh, see in your blogs is you talk about uh, forgiving oneself. Yes. Uh, how, how can you double click on that and explain more on how important is it for someone to not beat themselves and forgive? Most definitely, most definitely. So um, I, I'm, a, I'm a big advocate of that myself. Uh, even though I, I cannot follow it on a daily basis, I cannot follow myself uh, as to forgiving myself as much. I've been focusing on it and I've been growing. And uh, by forgiving yourself, I mean to say the tiny things you do, right? The smallest things you do, uh, like procrastinating. For me, procrastinating is a sin. Procrastinating, see, basically... You have 24 hours in a day, right? You practically take 7 to 8 hours to sleep, maybe 10 hours to sleep. But you still can't complain that time is less. You still can't complain that I don't have sufficient time. So procrastinating is a sin. I forgive myself on a daily basis and I fix it, right? I fight with people. I misunderstand people. I, and it's normal. I speak behind people. Everybody does that. You do it. At the end of the day, you do it. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying that I accept it. There's nothing wrong in it. And I am okay to accept it. But on a daily basis, am I forgiving myself for doing it? By forgiveness. What does forgiveness mean? For some, forgiveness may mean as to going for a confession, telling your sins and saying the Father, I'm sorry for my sins. And I will not repeat them. And the next day going ahead and doing the same thing. Right? So it's not necessary that that is forgiveness. For me, forgiveness means being able to understand what I did wrong, being able to forgive myself that I did this wrong and being able to fix what I did wrong. For me, that is forgiveness. For me, telling somebody that you are bigger than a sorry is forgiveness. For me, telling somebody that it's okay, it's okay to be wrong is forgiveness. For me, telling somebody that, dude, listen, you came to me, you opened up. That itself is more than sufficient for me. I don't need anything more than that. You coming to me and telling me that you trust me and you expected this from me, but I was not able to do this. If I still keep that in my mind, what's going to happen? Me, I'm going to be, I'm going to frown. The people around me are going to think about why I'm frowning. And then they're going to go and tell to two other people that I don't know why Rahul is not feeling good. And they're going to maybe give it five minutes of thought. So imagine. I spent 24 hours thinking about it. The person who looks at me, my close friends will at least spend two hours thinking about it. 
they will go and tell somebody else they'll think 10 minutes about it how much time is going wasted can you think about it how much time is actually going wasted all this can be prevented by the mere idea of forgiving yourself keep it to yourself deal with pain but then don't don't bring it to a point that you spend productive time thinking about things that are not in your control it's okay you fought with your parents it's okay you fought with your girlfriend your boyfriend your fiance your husband it's normal but do you have the capacity to forgive yourself and him is what makes you human at the end of the day like to err is human so it's okay All right, great. That, that's a beautiful quote that you said. You are bigger than a sorry. Wow. Thank you for that insight, Rahul. Now, do you believe in miracles? Have you seen miracles happening in real life? Um, miracles happening in real life uh in a poetic manner? Yes. No. Okay. In a real life manner, uh we living is a miracle on a daily basis. Uh I would say but i have seen miracles i have seen friends who have gone into critical stages who have come out doctors have told me it's a miracle doctors have told me that he, him living was was prayers itself him living was his mother's love him living was somebody's affection so yes if they are termed as miracles in this real world yes but to me miracle is something where you can come out of a pain that you think you could not for me miracle is something that you think was practically impossible and coming out of it is a miracle for you because you once thought it was impossible and is it miracle something like even if you talk to doctors something that's impossible if you do something possible out of the impossible it's a miracle you thought getting that girl or having that girlfriend was impossible and you finally are with that person because you loved her so much is a miracle for you right so getting to do something that's impossible to make it possible is a miracle so yes i do believe in i do believe in miracles yes i do great great thank you rahul now uh, we've completed the first half of the meeting where i generally touch upon the area of expertise where you are uh, you know excellent in what you're doing now i just want to talk about your uh, personal stuff and uh, tell us about your family for the audience oh yes so my family uh, we are a well knit family for the so called world we have four people in the family uh, i have a sister a younger sibling uh, she studies in bangalore my mom and dad uh, are abroad they are working there um i've grown up in the gulf uh, my dad settled in the gulf 25 27 years ago because he found a job he just went there and we had a family and then all of that so for the entire world we are a well knit family but if you come stand across the door there are enough fights there are enough shoutings there are enough plates being thrown at each other there are enough uh, shoutings but at the end of the day we are a family that dines together uh winds together and speaks together so we we are a close knit uh group of people who believe in each other's madness who believe in each other's stories and who are very supportive of the fact that we are all weak human beings who need support and care uh in simple terms my dad and mom are in dubai today uh my sister studies in bangalore i'm in bangalore yeah great great thank you thank you for uh, sharing all the fights behind the scenes <laughs> sure, now no uh, tell us when are you going to publish your first book i am looking forward oh so uh, first book to be very honest with you i started out with my first book in college uh, reached to a point where i reached 3/4 of the book could not find the solid climax and i dumped it across uh, it must be there somewhere in my pc even today 
but then days have gone days have passed by i've never gone back to that i started out with another book didn't work out well uh, that went down in our, in about 12 pages itself uh, i am planning to do uh, a short book where i will combine all my thoughts and posts and have something a solidified material i practically want to publish a book that is going to be a self help material uh, that is something that uh, is not a series it basically is any random page you open it's going to give you a lesson it's it's not going to be something that you need to read the first page through the end nth page to understand what this book is about you just open any random book any random page in the book and you get a lesson out of it is something i'm focusing to do but then at the end of the day it, it it involves a lot of thinking it involves a lot of thought process because when you're sharing what you think you need to make sure that it's not affecting anybody else right so uh, work is in progress work under construction just that i am i'm a part of country where work is a little slow <laughs> so yes we are working on it we will come back uh, like i said i'm a part of a country where work is little slow but when the work is done we are the magnificent uh, we make magnificent pieces out of everything else right so yeah i promise it's going to be amazing but yes uh, work is in progress and it should be out soon great great uh, so that's a amazing thought that you wanted to uh, people to explore any single page and come out of yes. a lesson there is a book that i recommend uh, you to read it's called the uncomposed letter by the author called the mahatriya mahatriya is a spiritual teacher who has the same idea with whenever he publishes a book the audience or the reader should open any single page and they should read and get a lesson out of it i was just thinking about that book when you said the idea i strongly recommend Perfect. you read that book yeah I will. I will. Great. Now we're at the end of the uh, Project Superhero interview. Now I have one last question: Who is your superhero? Oh, my superhero is anybody who I see who inspires me uh, on a daily basis. In in the recent past, I had a manager uh, from EMR who told me this one thing. This was about a year and a half ago. He told me, Rahul, I don't care how many times you fall, keep falling. It's okay. We'll be there to pick you up. But you darn make sure that you don't fall for the same reason over and over again because the moment you fall the first time people are going to pick you up the moment you fall the second time people are going to pick pick you up with a changed attitude and the third time you're by yourself hmm. so learn to uh accept your mistakes and be able to understand and grow outgrow yourself right so for me my superhero would be anybody i meet who has come out of life in the simplest of manners i wouldn't say struggles it's not always necessary that you have a soap opera in life to come as a superhero right for me anybody anybody for that matter who's living his dream who's doing what he loves is a superhero all of us are superheroes all of us are rodies right in the in the in the ask of life everybody does something different so for me you're a superhero you're doing something different right for me i'm a superhero because you call me one right so all of it all of it is is true on a daily basis so let's look at people in a more accepting manner i think we'll start finding superheroes we we adore and we start looking for wow uh, rahul what an exciting and uh, fun filled and an inspirational interview that i had with you today you literally you. answered the theme of the whole interview itself you know finding superheroes inside us is the whole motto that we're taking yes. interviews with people who are following their passion who can inspire and move people 
and today i had a great time with you do you have any Thank last you. things for the audience or the viewers yes yes so one last thing i would like to say is uh, guys follow your dreams what's the worst that can happen you're going to fall but if it's your dream you will still you will still see it some other day okay so start following your dreams start accepting people for who they are people are not robots people are not machines that you can program according to your necessities people are human beings with flaws people are human beings with goodness when you start looking at their goodness is when you start understanding that their flaws are much below their goodness people human beings like we all are a well knit community in spite of the factors that we bring in religion caste thoughts uh, abilities handicaps all of that at the end of the day we are all people with heart and blood we are all united start understanding that start believing in what you believe irrespective of who you believe in what you believe in believe and have a strong faith faith is what drives me faith is what will drive you guys through yes thank you thank you rahul what a way to end the interview people or thoughts and blood some amazing quote i really had a great time it's 30 plus you, minutes Bruce. and uh, it was an amazing interview thank you viewers for sticking us for the next uh, for the past 30 minutes and you are a superhero thank you for watching thank you, have thank a great you. day bye for now bye bye